0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another Tim's News Explosion on this Monday, the 30th of January, 2023. We are back live tonight on the Wilmsfront YouTube channel, and as always on DLive and Odyssey, and as well as on the Interactive Entropy software, which I've put the link into the live chat, where you can send myself a direct question or even better yet, send through a super chat to support Unshackled Productions. Hello to all my regulars in the chat. The the the, the question so far that uh, a few have is, uh, are they banned on the Wilmsfront channel? No, you're not. I can see your comments uh, right and nicely, everyone. Hadron, Kesho, Ron, uh, Peak, Ozyman, uh, good to see you all there. It is 8.30pm here in Melbourne, Victoria, where last night Novak Djokovic of Serbia smashed his way through to a 10th men's singles Australian Open title and uh, there to witness his, it was his 10th Australian Open, his 22nd Grand Slam overall uh, was uh, Bill Gates, uh, the, 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 probably the biggest and richest uh, COVID vaccine pusher in the in the world. And so there's Bill Gates there. Uh, You can see all his uh, well healthy features there. His uh, uh, men's pregnant belly and his massive man boobs. He's I don't know how many jabs he's had but he's uh, he's still got COVID anyway. Uh, And next to him is uh, unvaccinated unvexed novak Djokovic, who he won uh in in three sets against a greek uh christos eh uh, uh, i probably pronoun- uh, mispronounced that wrong he was he was on fire all throughout the tournament and normally when he wins a a grand slam uh, novak he Celebrates in alpha hyper-masculine style by ripping off his his shirt and and hollering, uh, but uh, given uh, how he uh, was uh, treated, attempting to uh, defend his Australian Open last year, a uh, his uh, post uh, post match reaction. He he was obviously feeling a lot of uh, emotion, and uh, his comments uh, posts the the game were, were very humbling. And he also uh, paid uh, tribute to his his friends and family. And uh, because the the scandal uh, with uh, Novak uh, this year was was not his his vaccination status, but uh, the fact uh, that his father. Who uh, was not at the the final? I after every match that his son plays, uh, he greets fans uh, outside, and uh, there was a number of uh, Russian fans of. Oops, sorry. I said the the uh, the name of of one of those countries which you're you're not allowed to to name. Uh, so Russian and Belarusian flags uh, were banned from from Melbourne Park, and so uh, these are some Russian fans of Novak Djokovic because both Russia and Serbia are Orthodox countries, and so they have a shared culture, re, uh, Christian religion and uh they've been allies uh for a lot of of history and uh what the at least one of them had a russian flag with vladimir putin's face on it and apparently uh, novak's uh, father said long live russia which apparently you're not allowed to say that russia should exist because it's russia and belarus are supposed to be cancelled countries. They, they, they're apparently not supposed to exist in the, the, the current year. Uh, so all he was just saying is that, well, he hopes uh, Russia lives. Though uh, we were later told uh, by Novak himself that uh, his uh, father said, uh, cheers, and they both uh, said, uh, we witnessed the, the horrors of wars in the, the 1990s, when there was obviously the, the Balkans war with the uh, breakup of of Yugoslavia. Uh, so they, they both uh, condemn wars as uh, most normal people uh, condemn a uh, war. Uh, so his uh, father uh, decided to avoid any unwanted uh, attention. He uh, decided to skip both the semi final and final, uh, which was a, a real uh, shame there. And uh, now on the Saturday night, uh, the winner of uh, the Australian Open women's uh, singles title was Ariana Sablenka of uh, the other country that cannot be named uh, Belarus. Uh, now you would have noticed if you're watching the Australian Open uh, that uh, players are from Russia and Belarus their flag was replaced by just a, a white, white square. So they, they just were, yeah, representing the, the, the white square uh, country. And now another uh, Belarusian player, uh, Victoria Azarenka, uh, she uh, was asked by the, the press pack about uh, the, uh, th- uh, those who are displaying the Russian and Belarusian flags and what do you think of them trying to, to hijack the, uh, the Australian Open. And uh, she was having none of the journalists uh, baiting and uh, gave it right back to them uh, as they were trying to politicise an athletics tournament.
2: I, I don't know what you guys want us to do about it, like talk about it. I, 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 don't, I don't know what's, what's the goal here that um, is continuously brought up and uh, these incidents that, in my opinion, have nothing to do with players, but somehow you keep dragging players into it. So what's the goal here? I think you should ask yourself that question, not me.
1: Does it, sorry, just to clarify on that though, does it frustrate you that, um, you know, particularly last night, for example, there was a clear sort of pro-Russian demonstration happening within the grounds of the tournament, that these people are coming and using the Australian Open as a platform for
2: for these kind of demonstrations? Does that frustrate you? (sighs) I, whatever the answer I'm going to give it to you right now, it's going to be turned whichever way you want to turn it to. So, does it bother me? What bothers me is um, there's real things that's going on in the world. And I don't know, are you a politician? Are you? Are you covering politics? Yes, and I'm a sports uh, and I'm an athlete and you're asking me about things that maybe somebody says are in my control, but I don't believe that. So I don't know what you want me to answer. And if it's a provocative question, then, you know, you can you can spin the story however you want.
0: It's Victoria, she. uh... As, as you could see, she was quite shocked that our sports has become so politicised and that uh, sports journalists now uh, are also uh, covering the politicisation of uh, sports as well. And mo- pretty much all of the, the, the sports media in Australia is uh, woke uh, social justice activists, uh, doesn't matter what newspaper they, they write for, uh, no matter what sport it is. Uh, now, of course, the Australian Open, they didn't celebrate Australia Day at the Australian Open. Uh, you couldn't actually, I think, mention that it was the Australian Open on Australia Day. It's just the uh, country that shall not be named for this day open. Uh, but, uh, of course, uh, there, 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 was, they could have, and, uh, the glam slam and LGBT, uh, well, a mini tournament there where, uh, Penny Wong, our foreign minister and, uh, Danielle Laidley, former North Melbourne coach, uh, headlined, uh, the open. Uh, So uh, Danielle Laidley, of course, has just released a book and there's going to be a a feature film uh, that is going, a documentary uh, about her life and and transition there. And uh, Billie Jean King, uh, of course, another famous uh, tennis lesbian, uh, was there watching on. Now, they didn't play uh, this uh, glam slam at uh, Margaret Court, uh arena uh, they didn't go for that type of uh, tennis uh blasphemy and of course it wouldn't be a politicized tournament a, a without a the prime minister anthony albanese in uh attendance and uh he was there for, for three days and uh, he, uh, he got a shout out by some rando in the crowd.
1: Give us a wave, Elbo!
2: What was that, Josh?
0: Someone from the crowd, you yeah. Give us a wave, elbow. our Prime Minister, and he's obliged. And uh, he, to, to use an expression of, of Dan Andrews, uh elbow certainly uh got on the beers uh during his time at the australian open just knocking one back for the folks in alice springs thinking about you mob cheers and uh the the week before he was uh promoting the 100 aussie craft beers uh vote Uh, forget about the the triple j hottest 100 it's the the hottest aussie craft uh beers there uh because of course uh Anthony Albanese was uh, well. He was forced into a, a crisis uh, trip to Alice Springs, uh, where alcohol fueled crime is out of control, and they all wore masks. The elbow uh, and uh, his uh, indigenous uh, labour ministers there and so this was a tweet from Chris mate masks couldn't stop the spread of COVID but maybe they'll work for crime let's find out why was he wearing masks in Alice Springs but not at the Australian Open where where there was clearly uh less room uh for for social distancing it couldn't be because he thinks the people of Alice Springs are, are unclean uh because that uh would would be racist the fact that he would he, f- he he would put on a mask because he's worried about catching something from the people of alice springs but not at the australian open that sounds uh very racist uh to to me and uh, he spent more time at the australian open than uh in alice springs he was uh slammed by uh Justine price and uh, Warren Mundine. Uh, So Jacinda Price says, it's an insult and a kick in the guts for the people of Alice Springs to see the PM spending more time relaxing and chugging beers at the tennis than what he did on the ground in Alice Springs. The threats and mayhem haven't stopped. We locals are uh, subject to no longer being able to shop after 7pm as our shopping centres in town go into lockdown. And Warren Mundine said he was really angry about it. You've got all these people who are being abused, assaulted in the Northern Territory, and he, Albanese, spent three days lounging around the tennis court, drinking beer and having a great time with mates. This is a bloke who wants to have a legacy about how he treats Aboriginal people and how he's going to make the world better. And here he is. The visual of of that really, really made me sick. And so Susan Lay, Deputy Opposition Leader, said, if he wants to go to the tennis, that's up to him. No issue with that. But the fact that he seemingly spent three days watching tennis in Melbourne and just four hours in El Springs doesn't pass the pub test. Uh, She didn't add in there, pardon the pun. You don't get to be a part-time Prime Minister. And of course, it's not the first time that uh, Albo has uh, chugged back a, a beer at a, at a public outing. Remember last year at the, the Gangs of Youth uh, concert in Sydney, he was egged on by the crowd to scull a beer, and uh, he did. Now, of course, it's okay for, for Albo to have a drink, a one, two, three, or four, uh, but uh, of course not for the uh, the residents of Alice Springs rules for me, but not uh, for thee, because uh, he's one of his announcements uh, back in Alice Springs last week uh, was the likely bringing back of grog bands to Alice Springs. I mean, I'm a libertarian, I don't like prohibitions. but uh, obviously, uh, Alice Springs, it's a it's a town where there is a lot of uh, government uh, welfare. And so obviously that blurs the line when some people are spending other people's money, certainly that should be controlled. And of course, Anthony Albanese says we should listen to Aboriginal voices. This is why we need the the constitutionally enshrined Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander voice to parliament. Yet he ignored, uh, as soon as he became prime minister, uh, warnings from Aboriginal groups uh, in Central Australia that lifting the grog bans and removing the uh, cashless welfare card would uh, increase uh, alcohol-fuelled crime in Alice Springs. And this is uh, Alice Springs Woolworths here. They have the the hand sanitizer, the mouthwash, and anything that uh, could have a trace of alcohol in it. Uh, They have it behind locked uh, security glass there. I mean, people in this chat would go to the supermarket regularly. You've never seen that before. And this is because if they they can't get their hands on on alcohol, then that's the hand sanitizer, the mouthwash, uh, petrol paints, the food dye, anything uh, to get a some type of of high there. It's quite absolutely extraordinary there, and the fact that this is happening in an iconic uh, Australian town right next to uh, Ayers Rock is totally uh, abhorrent. Uh, But don't worry, uh, residents of Alice Springs, because uh, Peter Credlin is doing some uh, special reporting uh, from Alice Springs. And this is uh, another one of these uh, satire headline websites, the Collingwood Gazette. Drink driver Peter Credlin offers unsolicited advice to indigenous communities about alcohol uh, because uh, Peter Credlin, uh, she was busted for drink driving when she was, uh, Tony Abbott's, uh, uh, chief of staff. So yes, that, uh, that was, uh, Anthony Albanese's, uh, what, what, what would you call it? Uh, or well, he would probably argue that he's just, uh, keeping up appearances, uh, by attending all these important national, uh, events. Uh, now, of course, uh, uh, Bill Gates—he uh, has been in Australia since uh, not this Saturday, but the previous Saturday, when he met Albanese at uh, at Kiribili House. Uh, so, and uh, his uh, trip down under hasn't gone unnoticed by the uh, international alternate media. Uh, so, he's uh, he's been flying around australia obviously he started in uh, sydney has ended up in melbourne he has a 70 million dollar private jet after he met uh, with uh, anthony albanese uh, he spent some time relaxing on lizard island on queensland's uh, great barrier reef and he also uh, gave a lecture at the Lowy institute in uh, sydney uh, where he warned uh, that uh, the next uh pandemic which could be man-made and far more brutal than covid we need to be uh prepared uh, because uh, bill gates is part of the, the the global uh strategy to have a vaccine within 100 days of a pandemic uh being uh declared and of course he praised australia's uh lockdowns uh, uh before the uh, vaccine rollout. We'll get to the, the latest uh, a, a COVID and vaccine news later in the program. Now, as I mentioned, uh, the Australian Open didn't recognise Australia Day. Uh, the the AFL clubs uh, they all put out a statement on Australia Day, saying, "What a shameful uh, celebration." it is, you know, no pride in genocide, that stuff. And there was also uh, the news about uh, one of uh, the AFL's most uh, well-known players, uh, Bailey uh, Smith, who uh, tweeted that, uh, I I don't think he tweeted, but uh, said that uh, we needed to, to change the day. And I think the... The, the strategy uh, behind uh, getting mainly male athletes uh, behind all of uh, these uh, social uh progressive uh changes is because they 're the most hyper masculine members in our society and so the, I, the 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 purpose is is that well if they are uh, for all of these uh, modern ideas than I guess the rest of society uh, uh, should be. Uh, His uh, words were, uh, change the fucking date, as he labels the public holiday, Invasion Day. Good luck in uh, the capital city, uh, CBDs, uh, attempting to uh, display an Australian flag on Australia Day, a it would invasion day uh, mob uh pardon the pun invade uh the cbds and uh they went up to this asian lady wearing an australian flag shirt uh to abuse her <laughs>
2: Fuck off, fuck off. <laughs> we'll just the we'll...
0: and she wasn't the only one uh dr david adler of the australian jewish association i a posted a photo of a thai australian small uh, business owner called her a the sort of migrant who embraces australian values Proudly wearing an Australian flag T-shirt and displaying the Australian flag put the leftist wingers win- to shame. And like obviously, uh, if you are if chosen to migrate to Australia, uh, you obviously want to embrace, engage in the culture, and so you're going to uh, you're going to want to celebrate the national day. And despite Uh, the Invasion Day activists uh, trying to get louder and uh, the media giving them glowing coverage. Uh, Even Neil Mitchell, who declares that he has his uh, finger on the pulse of Melbourne, declared that uh, Australia Day is on its uh, last legs. But two-thirds of Australians still support Australia Day being on January 26th. And the people who want to change the date... They, a lot of them, they want to abolish the date. They're never going to be satisfied with a day of Australian pride. And a lot of them don't even believe in Australia. They want to abolish Australia completely. I mean, they, on their, their Twitter location, they say they're on wada Wada country or Nam instead of Melbourne, uh, for example. And so they, they didn't even recognise Australia. So, of course, uh, this is why Australia Day needs to be uh, defended and kept, because if it falls, uh, then th- these activists, they're want to, going to want to totally dismantle uh, the, the Australian... Nation, and well, they don't believe that uh, the Australian project shouldn't have happened at all. What did Lydia Thorpe her latest uh, her latest contribution to Australia Day is that uh, I, that uh, Aboriginal people are still at war uh, with the colonial uh, settlers. Uh, even though she's uh, she has uh, white heritage herself uh, through her, her father's side, and of course they they brought back their their pay the rent uh, campaign to donate a what is it one percent of your salary uh, to their chosen Aboriginal charities. Now I wrote about this at uh, the twenty twenty uh, Australia Day in the lead up to to that. And I make the point, given the the billions and billions of uh, taxpayers' money that uh, both federal and state governments uh, give uh, to uh, the area of Aboriginal Indigenous First Nations Affair, whatever it's it's called. Uh, So uh, the federal government spends 1.5 times as much on Indigenous people on a per capita basis or 1.64 times if indirect spending such as transfer to the states and territories are included on average federal expenditure on indigenous Australians is approximately double the per capita expenditure on non-indigenous Australians. So we are paying the rent if you accept the premise of their 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 uh, their argument uh, for the the rent to uh, be paid. So that is that's that's just uh, another uh, white uh, guilt trip uh, stunt there and cash grab there. Now, of course, the Australia Day awards uh, for this year, they there were no uh, Australian of the Year awards for, for white men. Uh, so the Australian of the Year was Taryn Brumfit, a body positivity. Activists who nobody had ever heard of. That's apparently uh, on the the left here when she was a model, and after when she what is it embraces her body. And so she had a Netflix uh, documentary. That's apparently how uh, she rose to uh, rose to prominence. Uh, so it was called. What was it called Embrace, and she's working on a follow-up to it. Uh, she wanted to create a new documentary, Embrace Men, which will focus on writing rising body image concerns among males to complete her trilogy of documentaries. And the young Australian of the year was a uh, Sudanese-born Sokaroo, uh, Awa Mabil, the senior Australian, of the, the year, uh, was a, the Aboriginal, uh, Australian, a, let me go this, I've lost my place in this article here, ah uh, yes, Tom Karma, uh, so he is obviously a campaigner for the Voice to Parliament, and Australia's local hero of the year was, um, Aram Singh, uh, he is the founder of Turbans for Australia charity, which has become well known for transporting food and supplies to communities involved in natural disasters, such as food and bushfires. That, of course, is very good. Uh, Singh created the charity to build an understanding of the character of Sikhs after he was racially vilified while wearing his his turban. It's interesting that he talks about like the the bat, like he, he, his his first impression of Australia is that it was racist, but obviously he's built a built a life here and now runs a, a charity there. so it's his first remark there is sort of backhanded there. Like this is the thing. If you believe like if there's so many people who believe that Australia is horrible and racist, yet so many migrants want to to come here and because it offers uh, opportunity and it's a very wealthy uh, country uh now the many uh sikhs in australia around 60,000 uh voted in a non-binding referendum uh for to, for the uh, punjab regions in india uh, to to cede and uh, form uh, Khalistan in response to what they believe is uh, oppression from uh, Hindu nationalists uh, who are empowered uh, by the current Prime Minister uh, Narendra Modi. Now, this was only a vote by Sikhs not living in India. So Sikhs in Canada voted, United States and Australia. Uh, so Sikhs, and Sikhs who are Australian, they're voting in a non-binding refer- referendum uh, for independence of a region of the world uh, that they don't even live with and uh, they clashed uh, with local uh, Indian nationalists at uh, Federation Square yesterday where this non-binding, non-government referendum uh, was being held and uh, Blair Cottrell in one of his uh, TikToks uh, summed up uh, this uh, ethnic violence well.
1: Check this out. This is Melbourne.
0: Whoa, oh
1: my! The police! This guy here is really copping a beating. This makes me think it might be a good time to let you guys know that the Australian government is planning to increase migration numbers to record levels. They want over 200,000 by the end of the year. 200,000. I suppose for business leaders and their government partners, They think this is great because it's just cheap foreign labor, but what they don't consider is a lot of these migrants don't like each other very much. They have ancient religious feuds, and those religious wars are now being fought on our city streets. But I suppose the goal of the government and big business is just to import migrants to drive wages down, and so they don't really care.
0: And David Hiscock of the the XYZ, his headline was, Melbourne Race War, Armed Hindus and Sikhs Do Battle. Diversity is our greatest strength. Now, previously on Tim's News Explosion, I brought to you the Leicester uh, sectarian riots, Leicester City in the the UK, uh, where uh, Indian Hindus and Muslims rioted for weeks uh, on end. It was apparently triggered by a cricket match, uh, that occurred there. Now, during the the T Twenty World Cup, I, the MCG was almost at its one hundred thousand uh, person uh, capacity when India played uh, Pakistan. I think it was the the biggest uh, non uh, AFL crowd of the the year, certainly in a in a number of years. But thankfully, there was uh, no violence there. Uh, but there is obviously a uh, when uh, there is a uh, mass uh, mig- uh, mass migration where there is uh, no incentive to uh, integrate uh, because uh, they can settle in their their ghettos and and communities, uh, they still hold on uh, to uh, a lot of their uh, prejudice from their former countries that they have migrated to. Now, after a Australia Day on January 26, uh, January 27 is uh, International Holocaust Remembrance Day. That is when the Red Army, the uh, Soviet Army, obviously the successor to the Soviet Union is the, the Russian Federation. Uh, so, they, uh, so it was the Russians that uh the 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 the, the Ru- Russian obviously the the Soviet Red Army was made up of lots of uh ethnic national uh groups in the the Soviet Union but it was predominantly made up of, of Russians they uh liberated uh auschwitz uh but despite them being the the liberators of uh auschwitz uh, they were not invited uh to Uh, The 78th anniversary of their own liberation of the the uh, Auschwitz-Birkenau Nazi concentration camp uh, because of the Russia-Ukraine conflict conflict. Uh, So uh, Paweł Sawicki, a press officer for the museum, told Yahoo News because of the attack on a free and independent Ukraine, representatives of the Russian Federation have not been invited to participate in this year's commemoration event on the anniversary of the liberation of Auschwitz. And so Russia has responded, no matter how Our Russian non-partners contrived in their attempt to rewrite history in a new way. The memory of the Soviet hero liberators and the horrors of Nazism cannot be erased. Isn't this because uh, I saw that uh, uh, for a Holocaust uh, Remembrance Day on the Australian media, the Australian Council of Australian uh, Jury uh, had lots of media uh, appearances and uh, they released their annual report on anti-Semitism in uh, Australia. They 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 claim that uh, the the Holocaust is not well taught amongst uh, the younger generation in schools, and this is apparently why we have this rise in anti-Semitism. I know when I was at school, I uh, was told heaps about uh, the horrors of the the Holocaust and and Nazi Germany, but in twenty twenty three. Uh, there, there is an attempt to erase the nation that liberated uh, the, the most uh, famous Nazi concentration camp. I mean, isn't that a form of Holocaust denial to deny the the history of who liberated uh, those uh, those who remained uh, in? Auschwitz, where 1.1 million uh, people uh, were killed in that, in that camp there, seems we're living in a really bizarre time. And uh, back here uh, in Australia, uh, Devere Abramovich of the Anti-Defamation Commission used uh, Holocaust Remembrance Day to renew his push for the banning of the nazi salute a horizontal hand movement uh how come there is not going to be the the, the banning of uh the communist horizontal hand movement the uh solidarity forever uh fists and of course uh, communism uh killed uh way more uh, than uh, the nazis and fascists in world war Two. the uh, communist uh, murder total is around about hundred million. hundred uh, million. So going back to, to this uh, Herald Sun article, uh, so uh, Victoria's attorney general, Jacqueline Sides spoke with uh, De Vere, uh, so he uh, said, the terrifying symbol of Nazism has no place in society. And so it says, let's be here. Performing this salute is a call for murder and for a Holocaust survivor, seeing it tears a hole in the heart as it is threatening, as, as is it, as is as threatening as being held up with a gun. We owe it to the victims, survivors and to the diggers who valiantly fought and sacrificed their lives to vanquish the third right and to criminalize this hateful symbol of genocide abram goldberg who was awarded an oam in 2013 for work with the melbourne holocaust union said there was no question the salute should be banned my blood starts to boil when i see a nazi salute and bring Brack's memories of the six million jews who were murdered by the nazis it should be banned no question another holocaust survivor jack Leder, said the gesture must be uh, immediately outlawed these are thugs who are trying to date and put fear into people if they're allowed to keep on doing this it justifies that in the eyes of the public there has to be a law to stop it. Now, I went through last week on the show uh, that even uh, extremism expert Josh Ruse said it's problematic to outlaw the Nazi uh, salute. And I mentioned, of course, that uh, when some when some people are hailing a bus or a cab, it sometimes looked like a, a Nazi salute. And uh, what about uh, performances of Grease Lightning? A like you can take a photo of somebody and it can look like they're making a Nazi salute when they might be waving or calling out to people. This is the whole ridiculousness of trying to criminalize hand movements or arm movements, I should I should say. Now, going back to the erasure of uh, Russia and uh, also uh, the denial of uh, their well, their their, their role in uh, liberating Nazi concentration camp. Uh, we are now seeing uh, that in in 2023, uh, the uh, German government agree uh, to send uh, their uh, tanks, their Leopold uh, two tanks, uh, send them uh, from Poland into Ukraine uh, to fight the Russians. And this is what the, the Foreign Minister of, of Germany, uh, Annalena uh, Barrock, who is of the, the Green Party, uh, mentioned in the, the German Bundestag.
2: And therefore, I've said already in the last days, yes, we have to do more to defend Ukraine. Yes, we have to do more also on tanks. But the most important and the crucial part is that we do it together and that we do not do the blame game in europe because we are fighting a war against russia and not against each other thank you
0: thank you madam minister now the german government uh, have been very reluctant uh, so far to to send a uh, tanks uh through from poland to ukraine to to fight uh the russians because the last two times that they they did that millions of germans died and also they lost uh territory uh but they they're not going to be sending uh any aircraft uh to 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 over to to ukraine they they're still uh drawing the the line at that but uh, yes the, the germans are going east again uh, eight, uh, 80 plus years later after the the last time uh, they went uh, east and uh, both times in the 20th century it ended in disaster uh, for Germany. Now obviously we had last year uh, Biden uh, well it was a uh, we were told that it was a a gaffe that he said that uh, Putin could not remain as uh, Russian president. There are rumors that Putin might not seek re-election when his six-year presidential term expires in in twenty uh, twenty-four. Now, obviously, uh, the th- the other ally of uh, Russia is uh, Belarus, and. Uh, it's uh, President uh, Alexander uh, Lukashenko. Uh, he has uh, been the president since 1994. He's called a, a dictator. Uh, now, uh, the the, the oh, probably the you would describe her as the deepest deep state operative, uh, Victoria Newland, uh, the U.S. Undersecretary of State for Political Affairs. She is called the, the coup queen. Uh, she helped orchestrate the original uh, coup in Ukraine in 2014, uh, which saw the uh, the pro Russian president deposed and replaced with a pro Western government. Uh, now uh, she uh, lets, well, I don't know if she lets slip Victoria Newland uh, in her latest uh, testimony in the, the Senate uh, that she is working with the, the Belarusian opposition to, to have a coup there. We have
2: a very excellent uh, chargé who is doing most of the on-the-ground contact work, but our Assistant Secretary for European Eurasia, Karen Donfried, has been meeting with Belarusians, as has her deputy, Robin Donegan, at, at regular intervals to test whether there might be any openings there. I would not say that we've had manifest success, but also working intensively with the Belarusian opposition um, and
0: uh, uh, Madam uh, uh... and of course, eh, the the German tanks and also the the U.S. and Britain are sending tanks as well. It's it's not enough for Vladimir uh, Zelensky. He wants more, 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 and well, they the the U.S. deep state and NATO are, are still giving him plenty, and he's not going to. Uh, Sit down uh, with Vladimir Putin to negotiate. Uh, Zelensky called him a nobody, which sounds like a a Trump style insult uh, there. I mean, I have Vladimir Zelensky was a celebrity before he was president like uh, Trump uh, as well. Uh, So this war is going to uh, continue uh, throughout 2023, but this, of course, is a dangerous escalation. And now you have the German foreign minister basically saying, yes, we are at war uh, with uh, Russia. This is certainly the, the, the latest, you would say, we a war uh, that uh, because it seems that, uh, well, the, the war on COVID is still in the, the, the background, but the, the war for uh, Ukraine, that's the, the new uh, glo- uh, 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 globalist globalist uh, agenda or project, you should call it, uh, but uh, Big Pharma, uh, certainly uh, they uh, want the, the war on COVID uh, to uh, continue. And uh, project Veritas uh, managed uh, to uh, get uh, the Pfizer head of uh, research and uh, development uh, Jordan Tristan Walker uh, they in they managed to uh, entice him on grinder to a date with one of their undercover uh, operatives and he basically, admitted that uh, they're looking to to mutate COVID uh, so they can uh, have vaccines uh, when uh, the, the the mutations uh, start to infect people.
1: So the way that we're thinking about like, don't tell anyone those. Yeah, probably you don't tell. And, got you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're exploring like no, you know how the virus keeps mutating. Yeah. Well, one of the things we're exploring is like why don't we just mutate it ourselves so we can probably, <laughs> We can create endlessly develop new vaccines, right? So we have to do that if we're going to do that. Though there's a risk of like as you could imagine, no one wants to be having a pharma company mutating viruses. Yeah. <laughs> so okay. We're like, do we want to do this? <laughs> so that's like one of the things we we're considering. Okay. In like the future, like maybe we can like create new versions of the vaccines and things like that. Okay. So mm-hmm. Pfizer ultimately is thinking about yeah. mutating COVID. Well, that's not what we say to the public. No. That's why was <laughs> it was a thought that came up at a meeting, and we were like, why? Why do we not? It was like we're going to consider that. We'll be more discussions. Okay. We're not exactly action, right? We're like, wait a minute, like people won't like. What, what's the goal for, well, for the advisor do of that doing that? So probably what they want to do is, like, to try to figure out, to some extent, try to figure out, like, you know, there's all these new strains of variants that just pop up. Why don't we try to, like, catch them before they pop up in nature and we can develop a vaccine for like new variants. Yeah. So that's why they're thinking, like, if you do it in control of the lab, then we say, oh, this is a new epitope. And so then if they, it comes out later on, like, in the public, we already have a vaccine kind of working on it. Oh, my God. That's perfect. Mm-hmm. Like, isn't that, like, the best business model though like just control nature before nature even happens itself right yeah, yeah. if it works <laughs> like, what do you mean if it works because like some of the times they like, would just mutations that pop up right and we're not prepared for it like with Delta or Omicron right and things like that so who knows I mean either way it's going to be a cash cow COVID would probably be a cash cow for us for a while going for it like, yeah I obviously like it. <laughs> well I think the whole you know I think the whole,
0: like, research of the viruses and mutating it, like, would be the ultimate, like, cash cow.
1: Yeah, it would be perfect.
0: Hey there. Is this seat taken? You work for Pfizer. My question for you is, why does Pfizer want to hide from the public the fact oh that they're God. mutating the COVID vi- viruses? Is this real life? Question. I'm literally a yeah.
1: liar. What, I was trying to impress mean? a person on a date What's your by condition? lying.
0: Uh, please, this is please, absurd. Please don't touch me. Well, this is not, by the way, why don't, you don't
1: this?
2: tell this anybody.
1: who's just working in a company to literally help yeah. the public. No, you no, f- no. You really did it. Please read the post as soon as possible. Can pause. you please,
0: please you unlock pause. your door? Can
1: no, you, no, don't let them leave. Please unlock the door. Get no, going we'll give why is my door here? You please, please unlock. Please unlock the door. Please unlock the door. Door. Like the, door.
2: The, door. the door. We're trying to get unlock the door. Unlock the door.
0: Unlock the door. Uh, so after he's confronted uh, by James O'Keefe, the di- uh, director of Project uh, Veritas, uh, so we see uh, that. that uh, Jordan uh, Tristan uh, Walker flips out and falsely imprisons the Project Veritas team by asking the restaurant to to lock the doors and also assaults one of their cameramen. And he says that he was lying to impress a date, which is, that's... uh, That's a very weird dating strategy. Yeah, I work for this big pharma company and we're thinking of creating more mutations of uh, this virus that has uh, caused uh, so much uh, trauma and suffering around the world uh, so we can increase our our cash cow. And the reason that he tripped out there is because, well, he'd probably violated his employment uh, confidentiality confidentiality uh cause clause there and it seems that uh project veritas they they seem to be able to uh get a lot of these uh hidden camera uh confessions via uh enticing uh people on grinder there was obviously previously uh, the dean of students at that uh, uh chicago private school who bragged to his uh Assume date uh, that he brings butt plugs and dildos uh, for the students to play with, and uh, brings drag queens in to celebrate uh, diversity. Uh, so it must be a, a a good good a good tactic of of Project Veritas to draw these these people in on. Grinder and like, what is this with? Uh, I don't know. Is it a gay thing uh, that uh, they want to impress their dates by spilling all of their uh, employment uh, details? Uh, this uh, this this has been going around. Uh, uh, Michael Foster uh, shared this. I don't know who he is, but every Project Veritas recording subject, you're not from Project Veritas, are you? project veritas lol no oh okay haha ha. just making sure so yeah we're building a lair of doom inside a volcano and the way that uh, james o'keefe comes in there and confronts them that's uh, very reminiscent of uh, uh uh chris hansen from uh to catch a predator uh, why don't you ever sit right over there also the uh the, the 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 classic uh uh police prostitution prostitution uh stings that was uh uh, satirized in that South Park episode, uh, but bottom bitch, where the South Park, uh, detective goes undercover as a, as a prostitute, a, to, to sting, uh, various people. And one of them asks, sure, you're not a cop, are you? No, no, no way. And then yeah, after the exchange happens, like if you're that paranoid about like, you know, somebody telling something else, uh, a secret of yours maybe don't tell the 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 secret and uh, now as a one of my commenters uh, pointed out uh, Nigel uh, YouTube has deleted this video well this my episode could be deleted from the Front channel again and I could get another strike uh, and uh, it's hasn't been mentioned much by uh, the mainstream media. Of course, uh, Tucker Carlson, Fox News, uh, did uh, a segment on it. Uh, the Daily Mail, though, uh, withdrew uh, their uh, story on uh, this <laughs> on this uh, Pfizer uh, Pfizer R and D uh, director. Um, I wonder if it had, uh, the reason why there's, there's no mainstream media coverage of, uh, this, uh, explosive Pfizer, uh, confession is, uh, maybe because of, uh, ads like these. Is brought
1: to you by Pfizer. CBS Health Watch, sponsored by Pfizer. Anderson Cooper 360, brought to you by Pfizer. ABC News Nightline, brought to you by Pfizer. Making a difference. Brought to you by Pfizer. CNN Tonight. Brought to you by Pfizer. Early start. Brought to you by Pfizer. Friday night on Aaron Burnett Out Front. Brought to you by Pfizer. This week with George Stephanopoulos is brought to you by Pfizer.
2: This weather report brought to you by Pfizer.
1: Today's countdown to the royal wedding is brought to you by Pfizer. And now a CBS Sports update brought to you by Pfizer. Meet the Press. Data download. Brought to you by Pfizer. Pfizer. This portion of CBS This Morning, sponsored by Pfizer on how to find the hidden sugars in the American family diet. Sponsored by Pfizer.
0: Uh, Now, Pfizer did break their silence. So they put a, a statement on their website. Allegations have recently been made related to gain of function and direct evolution, because that's the term that he used. It's not gain of function, it's directed evolution. Research at Pfizer and the company would like to set the record straight. In the ongoing development of our COVID-19 vaccine, Pfizer has not conducted gain of function or direct evolution research. Working with collaborators, we have conducted research where the original COVID virus has been used to express the spike protein from new variants of concern. Uh, this work is undertaken once a new variant of concern has been identified by public health authorities. But it goes on uh, down here to say, I. It says, in a limited number of cases when a full virus does not contain any known gain-of-function mutations, such virus may be engineered to enable the assessment of antiviral activities in cells. In addition, in vitro resistance selection, experiments are undertaken in cells incubated with COVID-2 and Nirmalva. In our secure biosafety level three laboratories to assess whether the main protease can mutate to yield resistant strains of the virus. It is important to note that these studies are acquired by US and global regulators for all variant products and carried out by many companies and academic institutions around the world. Fact-based information rooted in sound science is vitally important to overcoming the COVID-19 pandemic and Pfizer remains committed to transparency and alleviate the devastating burden of the disease so no we do not do gain a functional directed evolution but in limited uh, number of cases uh, we may engineer uh, to enable the assessment of uh, the antiviral activity and yeah everyone else does this and yeah it's the government said it's so uh it's okay so we don't do it but we sort of do something a bit <laughs> similar there now Obviously uh, we had, I uh, mentioned earlier, Bill Gates uh, warning about uh, we've got to be prepared for the next uh, pandemic and uh, warns that it could be man-made. And obviously there's been a lot of hypothesis about what could be the, the next pandemic. Like uh, this, this one, well, for most normal people it should have, it, 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 sh- it should be over. Uh, this there's, there's obviously the people who wear three masks and, uh, well, I, they still want uh, more uh, COVID uh, boosters uh, as well. Uh, so the the BBC uh, they uh, uh, they uh, did a feature article about uh, could a fungal pandemic turn us all into zombies? So uh, uh, this is what a, a fungus does to. Uh, it it can do it to ants, uh, so it devours its victim from the inside, uh, extracting every last uh, nutrient. Uh, hijacks the the mind of its host, and uh, so in a scene more disturbing than the scariest horror movie, a tendril of death erupts on the head. The fruiting of the body fungus showers spores on everything around it, dooming others to the same zombie fate. And so uh, this uh, was. Uh, this uh, zombie pandemic is in a video game called uh, The Last of Us. And as you know, uh, I've been binging on the, the X-Files. There was an X-Files episode on this about a, a fungal spore that went at uh, bursts out of the chest of the person infected. and infects everyone else uh, around them uh, there. Uh, so Dr. Neil Stone uh he is from a the uh uh he is from where is he from here he's from a uh, the he's from the he's from one of the he is from the school of tropical medicine i think that's that's what that's what it called uh so he says we should uh, uh we ignore the fungus uh candela at our peril uh, like there have been non-fungus to to make people uh really sick and uh so but uh it's very unlikely uh that uh, obviously it can take over ants but uh, there's another expert uh that uh, says that it's very unlikely that a a fungal uh, th- there could be a human fungal ant Pandemic, but uh, just putting the 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 possibility out there that there could be a, a zombie uh, apocalypse there. And uh, now, uh, going back to uh, the uh, the COVID uh, vaccine uh, campaign, so. I, not surprisingly, uh, the latest uh, Age Resolve Monitor uh, poll uh, said that enthusiasm for a COVID-19 uh, vaccine slows as ATAGI might make a fifth dose uh, available uh, to certain asterisk group. Uh, so uh, this is the, uh, the polling here. So many Australians have or have been getting vaccinated with adults now to get to four vaccine doses in itself first office have you been vaccinated yet so this is January 2023 had 40% had three injections only uh 17 only two and 36% only have had the four infections and so it is if you go into uh this article here is that uh younger people uh, one of the the experts quoted here james truer from monash university says younger people don't need to worry as much but we need to work on our public health messaging to older and more vulnerable group there seems to be a growing consensus that yeah like young people are right to uh, believe that they they don't need to keep con- getting continuous uh, COVID jabs there. Another University of Sydney uh, professor, Julius Leake said the shift in attitude on vaccination was not about complacency, but a lower sense of risk among Australians and changed their motivation about get, getting a further booster shot. I'm not so focused on coverage rates for the over 30s of the fourth dose, for example, because we need to be concerned about the 24% of those over 65 who hasn't had a fourth dose. There are some who who go, what is it, uh COVID vax shopping. They travel to other countries so they can get uh I think so, I've heard of some uh traveling overseas so they can get six COVID uh vaccines. So yes, that's enough uh jab talk. Uh now let's uh, finish off the show uh, with a there were two uh police body cam uh body cam vision released the first one was an old one and that is uh when I in late October last year Nancy Pelosi's husband uh Paul Pelosi opening the door to the San Francisco uh police and that is when David DiPape attacks him with a hammer uh, so this is the moment here, if you haven't already seen it, uh, when the police open the door and David Pape attacks Paul Pelosi. Hi,
2: How you doing? How, you doing? how are you? What's going on, man? Everything's good.
1: Hi. Drop doing? the hammer. Um, nope. Hey. Hey, hey, hey. What is Party going on right I'm now? not getting an on Whoa, oh, oh, shit. i problem
2: <laughs> I got him, Edward 14, everton, 10, back up, Code 3.
1: Code 3, back up at six. Give me your fucking hand. It Give me your fucking <laughs> hand. Give me your fucking hand. Uh,
0: Now, I haven't been attacked in the head uh, with a hammer by a home invader, uh, thankfully, Uh, but you'll notice there that when Paul Pelosi opens the door, he's got a drink in his hand, and why doesn't he just run out the door when the police open it. He actually, like, runs back into the house, like, to escape David DePape. Why why wouldn't you just run out the door immediately? I mean, what have you got to lose? I mean, he's got a hammer in your hand. Like, why not just run, run to the door now? Uh, So certainly, uh, that is, like, Obviously, it's a horrific attack that happened to Paul Pelosi, um, but certainly the release of the, the police uh, body cam footage doesn't make the the whole encounter uh, less weird. And of course, we know that uh, David DePape was not a far-right uh, Trump QAnon supporter. He was an, an environmental uh, BLM supporting nudists, uh, so... That is uh, the body cam disclosure on that matter. Uh, We had in uh, Memphis, uh, Tennessee, a unarmed uh, black man uh, killed, uh, allegedly murdered uh, by five police officers, uh, which uh, some uh, media have said, "Oh, it's uh, another uh, n- another example of uh, police brutality uh, against unarmed black men uh, that has led to their death." Uh, these are the five Memphis uh, police officers who they have been fired by the Memphis City Police Department that has a has a a black uh, police chief. Uh, so as you can see. Uh, these five police officers are very uh, black, uh, but uh, of course, because they are a position, in a position of authority, uh, authority is apparently uh, still a white supremacist uh, uh, construct, and so yes, there is there is still a white supremacist factor at play here, like there was when uh, Will Smith uh, slapped Chris Rock, even though it was one black man uh, slapping a, a black. Uh, uh, another black man. Now, uh, the black man who who died uh, in in hospital as a result of the brutality of these police officers, Tyrone Nichols. We don't know why he was uh, pulled over. We don't know much uh, about him. Uh, this is a, a summary of uh, what he was subjected to by these five black police officers.
1: Hey. Sorry, Mike. Give me hand. Hey, Mike. Hey, bro. Watch out! Watch out! Watch out! Oh. Mom! Mom! Hey. Give me a hand. Okay. Right, right. hand. Give me. Your hand. Oh, okay. Alright. Give me a fucking hand. Give me a hand. Alright. Okay. Alright. Alright. Mike, right. give me your hands, bro. Give me a hand. What's up? Spray your eyes again. Hey, give me your hands, bro. All right, all right. Spray. All right. Give me your hands, bro. Oh, shit. Right. Give me your hands. Oh, shit. Oh, give me your hands. Oh, shit. Get your hands. you Give me your hands. Turn around. Lay back. Lay back.
0: Now, the family of Tare Nichols, they want uh, accountability, not uh, violence. Now, I mentioned that uh, Memphis, uh, Tennessee, it's obviously the city where Martin Luther King was assassinated in 1968, but thankfully, after uh, uh, Tare Nichols' death, post his death, unlike when Martin Luther King was assassinated, there was a riot in Memphis. There hasn't been uh, in Memphis. uh, His uh, Tyrone Nichols family have called for accountability, not violence, but there has been incidents of uh, violence against uh, uh, police and destruction of property in other American cities, New York and Los Angeles. Imagine my shock, even though they are cities, Uh, cities where uh, the incident of police brutality didn't take place. Now, Memphis, it is two-thirds black, it has, as I mentioned, black police chief, and it is also run by uh, Democrats as well, Uh, yet it is uh, uh, white supremacy and uh, Republicans' fault as well. Now, it seems to be that the the fact that the, these uh, five police officers were fired immediately and now they're being all charged with secondary mur- murder, it seems that it's pretty easy to get fired and be held accountable uh, for acts of br- police brutality in the United States. I mean, obviously, when you cause a person's death, uh, that is a pretty strong ground for instant dismissal, but certainly uh, seems a lot easier to to hold police accountable get them out of the force in the united states than in victoria for example uh where victoria police can uh pepper spray grannies uh choke uh women for not wearing masks uh and yeah uh not the, the 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 worst that happens to them is that they get suspended with pay uh while they there's an internal investigation and maybe they'll get charged but thankfully Victoria Police uh they didn't uh end up killing any of the the people that they brutalized during their COVID lockdowns there Nigel 13 says hired for diversity no joke well the Memphis Police Department they actually relaxed uh the their hiring criteria for police officers back in 2019 and one one of the other officers also had a incidence of uh, brutality uh, when he worked as a as a prison guard there. Uh, so there obviously is a combination of factors that uh, that led uh, to this. But uh, Antifa is very disappointed that uh, the uh, the protests against police brutality and the vigils for uh, uh, for Tyrone Nichols have been actually mostly peaceful. So that's it for for Tim's News Explosion. Now if this episode does get taken down off YouTube, then you'll uh, be watching the live replay on Odyssey, so make sure you subscribe to the Wilmsfront Odyssey channel, that's where all uh, archives of Tim's News Explosion and Wilmsfront featured interview shows are. Uh, There won't be a Wilmsfront featured Interview show this week. I've still got to work out a new night uh, since the increasingly popular uh, Joel Davis and Blair Cottrell. uh, Odyssey and Crazy TV live stream is on 8pm Australian Eastern Time. Uh, I tune into it uh, every uh, week and I know a lot of people here do as well. Uh, There's new reports from Richard Wollstonecroft. I filmed uh, some uh, up at his uh, residence Uh, last Friday. Uh, So we the first on the the Alice Springs crisis and there'll be more to come, particularly on the latest of the Globalists. We know Richard uh, has an opinion or two about them as well. And of course keep checking out theunshackled.net for latest news in our Unshackled Productions archive and uh, of course uh, if you want to uh, support the work of the Unshackled Um, But don't want to send through a super chat. We have our Unshackled membership program. Bronze, $5 per month. Silver, $10 per month. Gold, $25 per month. Platinum, $50 a month. And uh, also you can directly donate there as well. Uh, So that's it for tonight. Thank you all so much uh, for watching. And I will see you all next Monday for another Tim's News Explosion. Until next time, stay safe, stay sane, uh, stay free. And also, uh, make sure uh, that you stay across uh, the facts because I've been covering some pretty crazy revisionist news in history this week. That's for sure. Good night, everybody. Tim's news explosion. 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 Tim's news explosion.